Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Single Parent, hosted by myself, Naveen Kutri, founder of Playdate, the UK's first dating app for single parents. On this podcast series, we'll be speaking to other single parents to share their experiences about being a single parent, dating as a single parent, and all the joys and struggles that come with being a single parent. Today, we are joined by Aoife Brennan, who is a single mum who lives here in Warwick, um, and she's got a six-year-old son. Hi, Aoife. Lovely to meet you. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. So tell us a bit about your journey with single parenthood. How long have you been a single parent? Um, and tell us a bit about your lovely son. Um, so uh, I'll start with my son, <clears throat> only because that's the shorter story. Uh, <laughs> he uh, is six years old. <clears throat> I have been um, a single parent uh, since I had him, um, but struggled with dating before that as well. Um, it's just a minefield, isn't it? Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, my son and his father, we weren't together. Um, and when I fell pregnant, he decided he didn't want to be involved at all. Um, so I just kind of carried on and have done everything myself. I'm really grateful I've had the support of my parents who live close by. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a struggle to date as a mum, definitely. Yeah, no, I can imagine. <laughs> and did you at any point think about you know having the child or not having the child? Or were you certainly wanted to be a mum and kind of said, I can do this on my own? I... I kind of somehow always knew my life would end up like this. I don't know what it is, um, a witchy sense or something. But I, when I found out I was pregnant, I was already 16 weeks along. Wow. So I was really late to find it out. I was living in France at the time, um, who had very strict laws on pregnancy termination and things like that. Right. Um, I got a lot of judgy looks from doctors when I came into a doctor's office. And they were like where's the boyfriend, where's the partner? And I was like, oh, there isn't one. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, they were really disappointed with that. Um, but I mean, once once I kind of come to terms with it and you know, we had the first scan at 18 weeks and things like that and I found out his gender, I it was really one of those things where if I was 16, I might have a, I might question this, but I'm 26 now, I'm an adult, I'm grown up, these are the decisions I've made in my life and these are the consequences yeah. and you know life will go on so and probably the best decision you've ever made yeah <laughs> did you have him in France or did you have him no in the UK? I moved back to the UK yeah okay. yeah so tell me a bit about you said dating was a struggle even before you had him oh yes I mean I don't I don't know what it is I'm gonna say I don't know what it is about me and I don't think it is about I me. don't think it's about you <laughs> it's the men yeah it's always the men <laughs> it is um yeah, just I'm. I had a long-term relationship in my early twenties at university. First ever boyfriend, with him for four years, and then he really wanted to do that kind of buy a house, settle down thing. And I was like, oh, but we're we're still so young. Why mm. don't we go and live abroad for a year or do anything? And he was just so always finding excuses to not do it. And I thought, you know what? We want really different things in life. I don't think this is gonna work. Um, I think let's call it time. Uh, so I did that, and I was completely right. Within six months, he'd bought a house with another girl. Oh, wow. That's what <laughs> yeah. he really wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> and that didn't last for him either. But, um, yeah, I went on, and I moved to France and started working on the yachts and things. And, I mean, there, you're so young, and your life is so mobile, and you're carefree, and you've got a great wage, that you don't really look to settle down. You want to play the field. You want to go out, and you want to meet men in exotic lands. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you must have had a lot of fun experiences in France then. How did you meet people? Uh, 
dating apps, either in the nightclubs or on the dating apps, yeah. And what dating apps have you had success with when you were um, out there? I used Tinder a lot. I regret, I'm going to regret saying this, I know, but I ended up getting the nickname Tinderella <laughs> on one of my boats. <laughs> Eva. Love that, love that. Tinderella. Tinderella, yeah. Um, just because it was fun. Yeah. Oh no, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> and then once you've had your son, when did you feel you were kind of ready to go back out there again and explore oh, that dating? Was difficult. That was difficult because I think there was there was all the pregnancy and you kind of get your head around it, and then you know the reality of it is just so much more different. And it's, no one prepares you for it. No, no not one. at all. And it's so much more intense. So I was feeling really lost and really confused and kind of almost desperate to claw back some of my previous life that he was you know a few months old and I downloaded the apps again being like oh you know I need to meet someone I need to feel like me again um and that was a terrible idea in retrospect (laughs) so with a child how did you did you kind of openly state on the dating apps that you've got a son or did you kind of leave that for a second or third date no I put it out there um just because I think if you walk into something you if you if you were to meet someone that you had a connection with I think you know having a kid is such a deal breaker on some of those things exactly um that there's no there's no really getting around it you know he is the biggest thing in my life and how can you hide that really and you know with Playdate which I founded as a about a couple of years ago now it's, it's our second birthday oh, um this week which is really exciting thank you And the whole point of that was really, as a single mom, I had the same struggles as well of of meeting people. And I found that once you say you've got kids, people tend to kind of shy away from that. Well, that's, you know, too much commitment or, Mm. you know, there's baggage. They see that as baggage where actually I wanted to create a space where having children is is almost an asset. Actually, they're more attracted to you more because you've got children. Yeah. Um, Do you feel that having a community of single parents or meeting other single dads would help you a little bit with the connection, would help with the understanding of being a parent? I think it's it's the understanding aspect, you know, even more for me, I downloaded some apps just a couple of weeks ago because I was feeling envious of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we were all sat having dinner and a glass of wine. I was like, oh, I'll just do it for fun. And that's when I had downloaded Playdate as well. And just everyone I've met again on there, I mean, I've deleted it again since, not Playdate, but the other one. Um, <laughs> it was just like they just don't understand that actually my life contains this other human that I have to put the priority in. And they were like, well, how are you going to make time for a relationship? And I was like, you just have to make time around me. Exactly. Like, that is it. And people that say they are open to you having children on dating apps, they don't understand the reality of it at all. They don't True. understand that you will always be second or third on the list because it's my kid, my children, depending on how many those are, then me because I have to stay sane for them and then it's going to be you and that's really difficult I think to get yeah. across to and people. unless they've got kids they'll never have that understanding no yeah completely so I found also with, with dating other mainstream dating apps that people tend to think you can be spontaneous so oh what are you doing tomorrow night or you know let's go to Paris for the yes, weekend yes it's like I've got I've got to sort childcare you know my son's got a birthday party like this can't happen yeah. and I think there's also that kind of time constraint of actually you need to plan ahead yeah. And you said you've got family around and to help you, but I've got no one, so I literally have to pay a babysitter. Oh, well, yeah. And it's expensive, right? So, so you expensive. really want to make it worth your time to go on a date. Yeah. You don't want to end up you know, telling someone you've got kids and they, they ghost you and never call you back again. Exactly, yeah. 
Okay, and what's what, any interesting date stories um, that you'd like to share with us? What, what's been your best your best dating experience? Let's do best and worst. Oh, I don't know if I've had a best. <laughs> best of the worst. <laughs> the best of the worst was probably um, I went on a date with a lovely guy, and I ended up not continuing it only because I just felt like he lived quite far away, and I wasn't as into it as I hoped. Um, but he was really genuinely lovely and he was going through a divorce but didn't have children um, we went on a I'd really wanted to do one of those escape rooms and I was like oh, oh I did that for really my son's fun. 10th birthday party last month yeah. and it was so much fun I got really into it and they were like can we do it now please I was like ended up doing like no you gotta do this you have to do that I was controlling it and they were like mom get, stay out of it <laughs> my party but yeah so much fun actually that's such a good idea well it ended up being a terrible first date idea only because I realised afterwards like you should probably figure out how you guys work what your strengths and qualities you know is one of you good at maths and one of you good at mm. logic and we both sat in there like we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're doing but you know I found that you can really tell someone's character from the escape room because you know who's the problem solver who gives yeah. up really quickly who stresses under pressure and it's I thought it was really interesting because in an escape room dynamic you can kind of see some qualities in someone that you wouldn't see on a on a night out for dinner or for drinks. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Well, he wasn't very good at maths and neither am I, so it was kind of game over from there. <laughs> okay, and um, one of the things that's really important for, for us as Playdate, just because mums and dads put themselves out there with kids, is being safe online. Mm. And there's so many red flags. So we've done this blog before where we've kind of said, you know, 10 tips of staying safe online. And we've asked our, our users to share what their red flags are. And I think it's so important because you put your children out there that you're safe. So what would you, what, what for you would be kind of the red flags um, that would make you think, okay, no, I can't see this person or mm, that I, doesn't sound right. I can get really judgy when it comes to men and understanding how the previous relationship ended and how they've treated their kids since then. Because that for me is just the biggest telltale sign on whether they are going to be a genuine partner or not. You know, True. if they, if there was, um, I don't know, infidelity or just poor communication or they didn't put the effort in or anything like that, then why, I don't think you're going to change for me. And if you then decided to not see your kids for two years and then suddenly you want to come back into the life, I'm like, well, you are obviously not a consistent person and you do not genuinely have these children's well-being at the forefront of your mind so those things for me it's you know understanding how why they're in the position they're in now sure and don't, but don't you think that's also the other way around as well shouldn't don't you think it's fair for them to also be judgy on us as well because we yeah. are we're not we're single parents for a reason that's true yeah i mean obviously judgment can go both ways but i think there's the this kind of um process that you, when you're a mother it's you're almost never not a mother Whereas a man can walk away and suddenly not be a father. True. So, you know, you're coming and meeting single mums. Well, yes, we come with everything that comes with that. We can't, you know, the relationship might have broke down, but we're still here for our children. We're still getting them fed and dressed every day. We're still putting a roof over their heads, feeding them, getting to school, doing the homework, going to the swimming classes. Like, yeah. we couldn't just walk away from that. True. So... So for you, it's really important for your next partner to be very involved and have an active role in his children's life. Is that uh, what you'd be looking for? Yeah, yeah, I think it's really important, yeah. And how do you juggle, do you work, right? I do, yeah. How do you juggle that with um, childcare and do you have someone looking after your son? Or 
How do you manage that? I am extremely lucky that I work in a very flexible role where I can, um, as long as I get the work done, I can do it from wherever I need to do it and um, you know work around different hours and stuff. I also have my parents living close by, so uh, I rely on them to do the occasional thing. They have the fancy membership to the fancy sports club gym spa nice. thing, so they do all the swimming lessons and kick to get it kid activities there great and so you can dump him there when you've got a date then yeah <laughs> <laughs> mum and dad I've got well a date. it's one of those things i'm like oh, well i don't really want my mum to know i'm dating or going out on dates because then that starts a whole other opens a whole other box of problems so i do use a babysitter quite a lot and you're it's just so expensive it's so expensive it's yeah. really expensive you spend twice as much on a date so true um, last going, actually, I've got yeah. a quest, question to be. Yeah. <clears throat> going back on to what you said, what you were saying then, Aoife, about the typically the man are the ones that can just basically just jog on. Yeah, they've left the relationship. Oh, I'm not a dad anymore. Surely that's changing now. Like I'm not a single parent, so I take my daughter to swimming lessons. I'll have her for the weekend. Surely that's normal, no? Should be. But it's not, I mean, in my experience, no, I don't have, I mean, his, my son's dad is not involved in that way at all. Um, if he could, if he could choose not to see him, he probably wouldn't. So I think, yes, I do see a lot of dads and it makes my heart, you know, full of joy when I see dads taking the kids out. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, wouldn't that be nice kind of thing. But it's, it's slowly becoming, I think there's more and more men. There are some great dads out there, Mm -hmm. but it's not really, I think I come from a culture, for example, where divorce is kind of really quite taboo and because I I made the decision to leave to leave the relationship it's almost kind of a punishment of not helping me with with our son so it's, it kind of becomes a battle of okay let's see how you get on on your own then you know and it, and they don't really think about the well-being of the child or creating a bond with the child and it's it's quite sad but that's not I won't speak for everyone but that's that's been my experience yeah because you mentioned they're like a great dad but that's just like just should Being be normal. Parent, isn't it? That should be normal. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You I think so. You yeah. think That's so. how low our standards yeah. are, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. how low it's gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I guess for you, Aoife, because you've never had, he's never had a pet, a, you know, a, a, two people, a, two parents, mm-hmm. he's only just had you. I guess you've not experienced having it and then it being taken away. Yeah, and I um, think that's probably a positive thing because he's grew he's grown up into that setting in that setup. So it's not like he hasn't experienced any loss in a way. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, he I'm, might have he started to ask you questions about you know do I have a dad? Did a few months ago he started to ask some questions, so I kind of tiptoed around that, saying well, there is someone, but they chose that they decided they couldn't be a daddy, and that wasn't the life that was they were ready for. So you know, we're doing it together and you just try and tiptoe around it like that. Um, but yeah, the standards are really low for men. And I mean, I'm on a Facebook <laughs> mums true. group and every day there's another post about a lazy husband, doesn't do anything, you've talked to them, still haven't changed their ways, you've been living like this for five to ten years and now you want out of the relationship because they're not actually a partner in anything, you've just got another child to look after. So playing devil's advocate then, as a male, we, we get your su- <laughs> we get that you're super dad, James. As no, 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 because no, I just think no. But um, you said then about that they were moaning about the, they weren't doing anything. What do you, as single parents or just parents, expect then from the male or the dad? What do you expect? 
You go. Oh. <laughs> it's going to turn want... into a very feminist discussion now. Yeah, it will now. do in a minute. Yeah. You want someone that's going to kind of step up to the plate. Like, it's that mental load of the home. It's the mental load of looking after the children, you know. I don't want to have to... Like, if I realise at 11 o'clock at night I've not put the school uniform on, it'd be really great if you'd realise that at 11 o'clock in the morning and done it for me. That type of thing. If you if there's a swimming lesson and you go, oh, I'll take the kids because I know you've done three other sports activities, swimming's going to be my lesson that I spend time with them. Really nice. Doesn't happen. Like yeah. I remember when I, before I got divorced, so I used to travel a lot for work. And I remember this one, probably the first time I travelled and left him, he was at the time, I think, two terrible twos and I was away for literally three days two nights three days he was calling me non-stop what do I do where do I put this how do you have time how do you even do this I have no time to eat I have no time to sleep he called me on <laughs> FaceTime he was a mess the house was a mess and he's like I think at that point he appreciated all of the things that mums have to do if he's not you know helping out he's like I don't know how you do it and he that was the first time he admitted like, okay, I don't know how you manage to do all of this. Mm. So I think unless they're forced into that, okay, I'm out for the day, you know, foods and foods and you've got to sort yourself with food. They're his bottles and it's, yeah. it's kind of like you have to throw them into it. But most dads don't, I think, understand how much there's like multitasking going on when you've got a child as a, as a mum. Yeah. So it's quite a lot. I think that's true, yeah. And it's that kind of, that want that they want to be involved as well. I think there's a... You know, yes, you could. You've shown him. Uh, did he revert back to his old ways instantly when you came? Instantly. Home? Yeah, and then you know, where is the want to take some of the load as well? You know, where is your want to be an equal partner in this? You had equal fun in making them. <laughs> you know, now we have to equally take the fun in caring for them. And yeah, True. I just think there's a. I guess a lack of understanding yeah and it's also I think societal as well so I come from a from a Middle Eastern background and in our I mean my mum's been brought up that way as well and in in our households it's very much man is the breadwinner woman takes care of the kids and woman has to always look look nice for the man she's almost like a servant to the man and that's kind of the really and my mum and when I got divorced my mum rang me up and she was like it must have been your fault like you need to you know you do, you, you work like a man you dress like a man I'm like mum you know he was very he was a very abusive person you know that's so but I think it's also societal where it's you know oh the man's really tired he's been working all day making the money and you've got to kind of make sure that his life is is smooth and easy at home which is not the modern world we live in at all no. um so yeah i think i've diverted from your question there a bit <laughs> well we're not no you it's, we're not because i lived in turkey for a couple of years and it's the same there it was very much man was the breadwinner and it's quite interesting because the family i lived with the daughter was just turning 18 she was all 18 19 and obviously you know t- turkey's come a long way than it was and you could sort of see that change and the mm. dad was like i don't like this whatsoever you could see yeah. Very quickly, the change. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I in an ideal world, yes, James, I think men should be more involved and want to be more involved yeah. and not forced into being more involved, which is sadly sometimes the case um, as a single parent, you yeah. know, especially if you've got, you know, child arrangement orders in place where, you know, he's got to take him on certain weekends. Because mm. I think it's really important for kids to have a routine as well. Mm. So I struggled with that a lot at the beginning where he wouldn't just, he's a doctor, so he would always use work as an excuse. Oh, you know, I'm working this weekend or I'm, I've got a night shift or there's an important case. So my son would literally not know. He would stand outside the door like, is daddy coming or not? And there was always that disappointment of he would just not show up, you know. Um, so I think routine is really important for kids as well. 
to have that consistency yeah. of no he's not just going to pop in whenever mm-hmm. you know there's certain days and times when you spend time with your dad yeah. would you prefer that so looking at obviously your two situations are very different you've had someone you've left and you've never had that um, that person there which one's better well, I think let's let's talk about the positives. Okay, let's, let's talk a bit about the positives, right? Because I think there's a lot of great things. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've created a dating app because I want to find someone and I would love to settle. I'd love to have more children. I'd love to have, you know, be with someone who's a, a single parent and we create a blended family with his kids. My son's at, at an age now where he's desperate for a sibling. He's like, I really want a sister or a brother. You know, we might have to settle for a pet, you know, something to keep him company. But I think it's it's important for them to have that interaction. Whereas I feel like I'm always the inter- the mum, the friend, the parent, you know, the entertainer. Yeah. And it's that does, it takes wear, yeah. a toll on you, right? Because you also have to work and you've got to worry about, you know, paying bills and, and there's mm-hmm. so much going on. So I think, I, I forgot my train of thought there. What was I talking about? I forgot my train of thought. Oh, I had it in there. Is this the problem of being a single parent? Yeah, <laughs> memory no, loss. No, I think I'm perimenopausal. The situation. Yeah, so the positives I think are because maybe because <laughs> I'm lacking in them, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, because I've had because I've had those years of being with someone and then not being with someone as a parent. I just love, and maybe maybe we do become a bit selfish, but I love that I don't have to watch football all the time, or I can watch yes. my shows at any time of the day. Not having to like worry about, oh, you know, having a meal ready for him at the end of the day. I can eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one less person to worry about in the house, yeah. which sounds really mean, but it, it, it is true. And I, I think that's one of the kind of the guilty pleasures of being a single parent is that you don't have to worry about that extra human. Yes. Yeah, I 100% you know? agree. I would, I mean, to James's question, I would lean towards that maybe I have the better experience because I've never had to pander to someone else. and. When I was pregnant, someone asked me, like, oh, you're not sad you're not going to be the big dad or in a relationship? And I was like, I've got one baby. I don't need two. Exactly, yeah. I don't need to be running around after a grown man that can't look after himself. So that is, you know, yes, it can be lonely and it can be hard when you don't have someone to kind of step in when your child is acting up or you need reassurance or support and anything like that. But... Ultimately, if you were going to be more of a hindrance than a help, I'd rather do it myself. And I think that's a lot of a lot of women have that same sentiment that like, you know what, I'll just do it myself because it'll actually get done right. Yeah, and I think following your gut is also really important. Whereas I think with parenting, you got you get critiqued a lot for oh no, you shouldn't do that, you should do that. Even with other mums, you know, they give you advice. Not it's not a one size fits all. I don't think all advice works for everyone. So in a way, I also enjoy not having someone critique everything I do with my son or the way I'm parenting him Mm -hmm. or the way that I'm you know raising him and as they grow they do start to ask you questions and talk about things that actually you kind of do need a bit of support on this yeah but otherwise I think it's yeah I think it makes me a better parent being on my own yeah well I've got I've got um, a question regards dating so you mentioned it earlier Naveen but have you mentioned or during one on one of these dating stuff have you said that you, you're a parent you've got said child at said age and you've been absolutely ghosted mm, probably not gotten as many requests or swipes yeah but i wouldn't say ghosted per se okay but i haven't met anyone and i mean again why i've created playdate is there's there was no one that i actually had any success with like beyond the first date like it just wouldn't go anywhere 
And I think, I don't know if it's because I had a son and because I had an ex-partner, because it's not just a son, right? There's an ex-partner. There might be bad blood with that ex-partner. There might be other kids. There might be, you know, family issues. The kid might Mm -hmm. be a teenager, going to become a teenager. What if the kid hates me? You know, there's so many factors, not just about, you know, I might be a great person or fit all of the criteria of being a great partner, Mm -hmm. but then they're worried about getting, it's a lot to get into. It is a lot to get into. I mean, even if I didn't have children, I probably would have, thought twice I have to really really like the person if I'm willing to take on because there's you are taking more than you are taking on more than one person and knowing as a single parent how important kids are Mm -hmm. you know yes and and as Aoife said like you will never be number one you will always be number two or three or even four (laughs) and yeah people have to be okay with that that's hard isn't it for a lot of people unless they've got kids unless they've already got you're already in that position they understand and and if someone was single and like if I, you know, I've got kids now, but if I didn't have children, I went onto a dating app and I met someone and she had some children or a child. Like I said, the first thing that came into my head is, where's the ex? Like, what's going on there? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and why? Yeah. And why have you split with the ex yeah. as well? What's well, going actually on there? You, you're quite good in that. You're like, well, he's never been there, yeah. so yeah. I'm out. I've got, I've got to get out of jail card free. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next question, or last question, I don't know how much time we've got, but um, have you ever introduced your son or has he met anyone that you felt okay this is this could be something and I'd like to see how my son reacts to this person I so not from a dating app Uh, a couple of years ago I was trying to initiate a relationship with someone that I'd been friends with it didn't work out at all completely blew up my face but my son are you still friends not really no Yeah, completely blew up. Um, But my son had met him in, but never in a one-to-one situation. It was always, you know, there was a large group of us Mm. getting there. There was lots of other adults, other children, you know, so they were familiar with them, um, but not not like, oh, this is who mummy's interested in, anything like that, yeah. And I'm really, I'm very, very strict on that, actually. Like, I'd almost want them to meet my parents before they meet my son, like, get them vetted by Helen and James and get that like stamp of approval yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's true and I think the group setting is such a good idea because it's kind of it's not good for them to also see you know lots of men come and go because mm. then it kind of affects their relationships when they grow older like to kind of value value you know serious relationships yeah but yeah group setting is, is always good that's that's a good good one and how did he react to him uh it, fine it Got was along? just another one of the adults to play with like yeah it was nothing um it was nothing like not just coming to Mill Street and hanging out and, you know, playing Jenga with Mario or, you know, telling jokes with Tom or something. It was very, yeah. very easygoing and very gentle. And I think what I kind of gained from it afterwards was I actually think that the people that I try and date as well, especially if they don't have kids, are scared that I'm going to say, yeah, come into my life, now you're a dad. And I'm like, no, no, I've never asked you to be his dad. Yeah. I've asked you to be his father. You, I'm asking you to be my partner, support me, and help me, and you will just be a positive role model for my son to look up to. I'm not asking you to do anything else other than that. And I think there's a lot of confusion then. You're right. Amongst uh, the opposite person you're trying to date. Um, well, I'm going to say men. Man- <laughs> managing their expectations. Yeah, yeah. And they just, they don't ask. They don't ask the question. So how do you go, oh, by the way, I don't want you to be a dad. I just want you to be 
the relationship with me and you know things like that I don't know it's a difficult one to raise it is a difficult one yeah it's scary as a, as a again as, a, as, a, as someone in that situation it's intimidating it's really intimidating I think you because you'd automatically just think well I, I'm uh, yeah you're going to you're going to want yes that support system but you also you are really down the line you are going to want him or her you know to be a not a parent but father you know, figure a, yeah, right, a, a role model a, a role model in, in some way and yeah. that's 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 really intimidating and scary um, one question though how long from when you were sort of seeing that that guy did you sort of initiate that sort of group setting was it a few months was it a year well we were definitely friends first so before it gone to anything romantic or anything um, he'd met him as friends okay um, it was probably probably about six months yeah but again at that point I wasn't aware of anything either he was just a friend so it was what? easy to bring my kid around and like play with people and we catch up with people mm. how long into a relationship would you initiate that meeting Naveen would it be months, weeks, years? I think it depends on the person, but I think months for sure. Minimum, I'd say minimum four to six months. But again, you might meet someone and you click instantly and things get going really quick. Or, you know, it really depends on the person and the connection you have with that person. And also their reaction to you having children, whether or not they have children or not. But I found like with Playdate, there's so many people out there. And we, we really struggled with widening up the community to people that, can't can't have kids physically can't have kids for medical reasons or people that have issues and are unable to have children but love kids mm. so we have a lot of people on play date that don't have children but they're actively seeking to be with someone who already has children so in a way they can inherit those kids and oh. and be a parent figure because they love children but they just can't have them yeah. so we i really battled with this when we launched play date because okay do we just do you have to have single do you have to have children or can we open it up to those and i thought let's open it up because it's unfair because there's a whole group of people that actually really want to become mothers or fathers but they just they can't yeah for, I for, even thought that yeah kind of. yeah and there's loads of mums that are so there's loads of solo parents out there so that have they, a lot of mums they don't have partners they never did have a, a serious long-term partner but they're they're reaching that age where okay the time is ticking and they really want to have children so they mm. they become solo parents and that was also something we had to cater to as well because no that's not necessarily you know, you're not divorced or separated or, you know, there's no, there's no trauma, there's yeah. no past, past relationship, but they've chosen to become single parents on their own. So there's loads of types of single parents. That's what, <laughs> that's kind of the journey I've learned over the past two years. It's not just, you know, separated, divorced with kids. There's lots, you know, like your experience or people that have just decided to be parents without, without a partner. Mm. Um, so it's, it's a very inclusive community. And I think that's really important to not, um, not include everyone. Well, thank you very much. Aoife, I think that covers it for today. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me again. It's been really fun. Any advice you want to give to single parents who are thinking about dating again? What's your top tip? Um, I'm going to go with two. One for the females. Up your standards and stick to them. Do not <laughs> digress. That. And one for the men is please go to therapy. <laughs> Love it. We have all worked on ourselves to be better women. And now it's your turn. Love it. <laughs> Thanks, Aoife. Men, take note. <laughs> Thank you for listening in today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Watch out for the next one. 
And if you'd like to find out more, please head over to our socials at GoToPlayDate or visit our website at GoToPlayDate.com where we share a range of content. You can also download Playdate via your preferred app store. So if you're thinking about going back into the dating scene, download Playdate today.